Lift sense of God. Lift up your voice everywhere as you begin to appreciate God. Worship Him this morning. Adore Him. Reverence His name because there is no like our God. The psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my souls, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. So you worship Him this morning. Thank Him for all that He has done for you. Glorify His name. He is a great and mighty God. Adore Him for everything, for protecting you, for sustaining you, for supplying you grace, for His mercy over you and your family. Appreciate Him. Give Him all the glory for providing for you, for preserving you, for protecting you. Thank Him for the Church of Christ in Nigeria. Appreciate Him. Thank Him for Nigeria. Thank Him for your children. Thank Him for your wives. Thank Him for your husbands. Thank Him for your brothers and sisters. Thank Him for your parents. Thank Him for everything, 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 everything. Appreciate Him for everything. Everything that we can make mention of and the one we cannot make mention of. Appreciate Him for the spiritual increase, spiritual advancement, the physical increase. Appreciate Him for financial increase, financial surplus, material surplus. Thank Him for your marriages. Appreciate Him. Give Him glory for the grace to stay alive. The Lord God, we appreciate You. Oh Lord, we are not where we used to be because You have been there for all. He says, so then, in Romans chapter 9, verse 16, it's not of He that wills, nor of He that runs. It's of God that show mercy. He said, I will show mercy to whom I want to show mercy. Appreciate God because He has shown you mercy. You are among those who He, have, who he has shown mercy. So give Him praise. Give Him praise for that. Adore Him this morning. Worship Him this morning. Give Him all the glory. 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 Adore His name. Adore His name. Adore His name. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Amen. Abba Father, I leave this meeting to you this morning. We are about to hear from your word again. Please open our hearts to gain understanding. Open our hearts to gain wisdom. Bring us revelation. Bring us vision from this world. Lord, straighten our path as we hear your word today. Help us to be hearers and doers in the name of Jesus. Let this, let this word burn deep in our heart as we come to us this morning. In the name of Jesus, open our heart to receive your word. Spirit of God, move upon this world. A minute upon this world. Speak through me. Speak through me. I decrease that Christ may increase now. I decrease that Christ may increase now. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Lord, open the heart of your people to receive your word. As this word is going on, healing will come forth. Insight will come forth. Wisdom will come forth. There will be restoration in any area where there is a loss. There will be healing in every area where there is sickness. There will be restoration. There will be deliverance. All manner of the supernatural will be displayed as this meeting is ongoing this morning. In the name of Jesus, the power of the Lord will search through and through everyone that wants the touch of the Lord this morning. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise God. This morning, I will be sharing with us a message titled, Do Not Put Your Confidence on Mundane Things. Praise God. Do not put your confidence on mundane things what do i mean by mundane things mundane things refer 
to the things of this world. Hallelujah. Mundane things refer to the things that is material and have nothing to do with spiritual substance. The things that perishes with the earth. The things that we can only use in our lifetime and thereafter it becomes useless to us. Those are the things that I call the mundane things. Praise God. Now turn with me to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17. I'm going to be taking my reading from verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 17. I'll be reading from verse 5. I'm reading from the NIV. The New International Version. NIV. This is what the law says. Verse 5. Cause is the one who trusts in man. Who depends on flesh for his strength. And whose heart turns away from the law. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please follow me closely this morning. Now let's read that verse 5 using NLT. It said, this is what the law says. Cause are those who put their trust in mean humans. And turn their hearts away from the law. Now look at verse 6. As we continue with NIV, he will be like a bush in the wastelands. He will not see prosperity when it comes. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. He will dwell in the patch places of the deserts, in a salt land where no one lives. Look at verse 7. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Now verse 8. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Praise God. And never fail to bear fruit. That is for the man whose hope, whose confidence is in the Lord. Not the man, not the woman whose confidence is in money. Not the man, not the woman whose confidence is in mansion, is in fame, is in cars, is in material wealth. But the one whose heart is on the Lord. The one whose heart is hacking to the things of God. The ones whose heart trusts completely on God. The one whose mind is stayed on God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The heart of men is where the, pro the problem of men lies. A man said, the heart is the greatest battlefield. The heart is the greatest battlefield. Why? The Jesus Christ said, it is not the things that enter into a man that corrupts him. He said, but those things that come out from his heart, the one that proceed from within him, they are the one that corrupts him. Praise God. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, the Bible told us that we should guide our heart with all diligence. Why? Out of it flows, out of it spring 
the issues of life. Praise God. Why? Because everything about man comes from the heart. But the one whose confidence, the one whose heart keep hoping on the Lord, that is the one that will see the hand of God revealed on his behalf. Not the one that trusts in the arm of flesh. Not the one that trusts and what man can do, but what God alone can do. Look at that verse again. He said, he will be like a bush in the wastelands. He will not see prosperity when it comes. He will dwell in parched places of the desert. In a salt land where no one lives. Why? Because his trust was in the arm of flesh. His trust was based on the things of this world. The mundane things of this world. The things of this world that perishes with the world. Verse 7, we say, But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He said, It will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots. That is, there is no room for lack. By the streams, it does not fear when heat comes. The most terrified people on earth today are those who are so engrafted, engrossed with the things of this world. Hallelujah. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries. In a year of drought, I never face to bear fruit. I never face to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now turn with me to Psalm chapter 49. Psalm chapter 49. Do not put your trust in mundane things. Do not put your trust, do not put your confidence in the things of this world. But your trust, your confidence should be on the maker of all things. And let's look at Psalm chapter 49. And this will interest you now. This will interest you. I'm going to start reading from verse 1. Okay? I'm going to start reading from verse 1. Psalm chapter 49 from verse 1. He says, Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all who live in this world, all who live in this world, both low and high, rich and poor alike, my mouth will speak words of wisdom. The utterance from my heart will give understanding. I will turn my ear to a proverb. With the harp, I will expand my riddle. Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me? Those who trust in their wealth. Now look, look, look at it from here now. Those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches. No man can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for him. Praise God. No man can redeem the life of another. That is money 
is not what guarantee you what true life is. <laughs> Money is not what gives you eternal life. It's not what secures your relationship with God, both now and forever. No man can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom. That's money for him. No matter how wealthy the man is, he cannot achieve with his money what God called salvation. Eternal life, rather. He said the ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough. To acquire eternal life, no man can purchase it. The richest man in the world right now cannot purchase that life. So why then should we put our hope and trust in the things of this world? Praise God. Verse 8 again. He said the ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough. Look at verse 9. That he should live on forever and not see decay. Who can pay to keep a man to stay alive forever so that he will not die? Who can pay that for another man? Who can pay that for himself? Absolutely no man. No man, no one. Hallelujah. For all can see, praise God, for all can see that wise men die. The foolish and the senseless alike perish and lead their wealth to another. Praise God. Let, this verse 10. Let, let, me read, let me read with the Living Bible. Praise God. I want to give you a better understanding of what I'm teaching this morning. Okay? Let me use the Living Bible because of the explanation, be, be, because of the way it is properly expanded in that place. Okay? The Living Bible, you can continue with your translation with me here now. I'm going to continue from verse, um, verse 10. Okay? It's a rich man, proud man, wise man. You must die like all the rest. You have no greater lease on life than... You have, you, you have no greater lease on life than foolish. Stupid men. You must leave your wealth to others. Praise God. You must leave your will to others. All your toil, all your struggle, all your fights, all your backbiting, all your struggle, all your killing, all your arrogant life at the end. The Bible said, you must leave your wealth to others. Your mansions, your cars, everything that is named after you must be bequeathed to others. So why put your trust in them and lose eternal life? You say, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What will it profit you if you gain everything in this world and miss Christ? Meditate upon this. Think about it. Is your life giving glory to God right now? Verse 11. He says, you name your estates after yourselves as though your lands could be forever yours and you could live on them eternally. I'd like to read that again. He said, you name your estates after yourselves as though your lands could be yours, could be, could be forever yours, and you could live on them eternally. There is no way. So, I tell you, when I look at the things that men are fighting for in this world, it startles me. How many years do you have to live in this world? 
How long do you have to stay in this world fighting for things, things that have nothing to do with your eternal habitation? That have nothing to do with your eternal habitation. Remember, we are looking at the Father. We should put no trust on mundane things. Do not put your trust on mundane things, on the things of this world, on the things of this earth. Why? Because they will fail. Praise God. They will fail. He said, but man, with all his pomp, as with all his pride, must die like any animal. Of course, we have seen most arrogant men die like animals. Arrogant men, proud men, pompous men. Men who have haughty look. Men who believe and trust in the arm of flesh. Who trust in the, the financial wealth, the financial capacity that they have to make them. But they, they, they perish likewise like animals. Praise God. Verse 13. Such is the folly of these men. Though after they die, they will be quoted as having great wisdom. Death is the shepherd of all mankind. And in the morning, those who are evil will be like the slave of those who are good. For the power of their wealth is gone when they die. They cannot take it with them. You see, they cannot take it with them. If there is nothing in this world, you will take with you. There is nothing in this world you take along with yourself to the six feet. Nothing. Job says, in, in, in nakedness I came from my mother's womb. In nakedness I will return back to my creator. In nakedness I came into this world. And in nakedness I will return. Oh God. Lord help us. Hope you are getting me this morning, every one of you online. I hope you are following me this morning. Do not kill yourself for mundane things. Do not strive and contend. Let God be your main focus so that your life can be redirected. I'll try this again. But the Bible says to Zerubbabel in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6, he said it's not by mind, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Why? Zerubbabel tried to do it on his own power, on his own arm. But many times, we have missed out on God and have to lose our, our eternal salvation because of not trusting in the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at verse 15. But for me, God will redeem my soul from the power of death. For he will receive me. That he will receive me. He will, he will, he will deliver me from physical death. I will enjoy eternal life. He will receive me into his eternal habitation. Oh, may that be your testimony. May that be your portion in life in the name of Jesus. So do not be dismayed when evil may grow rich. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So do not be dismayed when evil may grow rich and build their lovely homes. Of course, for many years, I have no cause to envy my fellow man. No matter how great you have become. I don't envy any man. There is no man on earth today I envy. No matter what is your worth capacity, 
I can never envy you. I, I, I don't even have, it's not even in me. Hallelujah. It's not in me. I can't have sleepless night because my friend is doing better than me materially. I'm not moved. I'm not disturbed. I'm not moved. I'm not disturbed at all. Praise God. He said, do not be dismayed when evil men grow rich and build their lovely homes. For when they die, they carry nothing with them. Their honor will not follow them. At times, I, I, I talk to young men like me, youths like me, that see, you can't continue like, living life like this and you expect to allow God walk in your life. You, 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 can, you still recall the place we read in Jeremiah chapter 17. Not too long. It's only those whose trust is in the Lord, whose confidence, whose faith is in the Lord, whose heart is saved on God, that the Lord can help. At times we keep on looking and see if this is where the journey ends. But there is life after this place, which is far more better than this. Hallelujah. He said, for when they die, they carry nothing with them. Their honors will not follow them. Even politicians, business men and women today, fighting for one thing or the other, doing all manner of diabolic things just to make themselves rich, to make themselves become known to the society, to acquire honor and all manner of accolades of men. He said, but none of them go with this honor to their grave. You see, I'm not the one who said it. It's the Bible now. Though a man calls himself happy all through his life, and the world loudly applauds success, yet in the end, he dies like everyone else and enters eternal darkness. Eternal darkness. I, you know, this scripture yesterday, I started thinking about it. It came to my mind. When I was listening to it, Psalm 49, I've read it over and over again. And when I was playing it, uh, playing it with audio voice yesterday, when the Bible was just reading on the audio voice that, that is inside, I, I recaptured this Psalm 49 again. You know, it helped me to humble myself. Praise God. It helped me to humble myself. No, no, it, it proved to me that I shouldn't be arrogant. No matter what the what my possession is, no matter what my state in life is, I'm so grateful to God today that I have this understanding. So no matter what I'm going to possess in this world, no matter how I'm going to be wealthy, physically speaking today, it's never going to make me go out of God's plans for my life. It's never going to make me put material things, mundane things first before my God. Because I know this is not my final destination in life. This is not where life ends. This is not all that there is to creation. It's beyond this. He said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Have everlasting life. What else do you need? than to have eternal life. 
May the Lord help us. He said, for man with all his pomp must die like any animal. And of course, this happens every day. It happens every day. Money cannot acquire for any man eternal life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now this is another scripture uh, I've also started meditating on lately and it gladdens my heart and it also humble me again. Psalm 73. Turn with me to Psalm 73. Psalm chapter 73. Praise God. Turn with me to Psalm 73. I'll start reading from verse 1. Praise God. Hope you are, you are learning something. Never be carried away, please, by the things of this world. Only be carried away by the things that, that have to do with God. Be preoccupied with Jesus every day. We have that message on our website. Preoccupied with Jesus daily. Please go and listen to those messages. They are available on our website. Listen to them. Psalm chapter 73. I'm reading from the Living Bible. From verse 1. How good God is to Israel. To those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I came so close to the edge of the cliff. My feet were slipping. And I was almost gone. For I was envious of the prosperity of the proud and wicked. Yes, all through, all through life, their road is smooth. They grow sleek and fat. Here he's trying to contrast the, 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 the life of the wicked man with that of a good man. With that of the unjust man and the righteous man or the just man. He said, for I was envious of the prosperity of the proud and wicked. Yes, all through life, their road is smooth. They grow sleek and fat. They aren't always in trouble and plagued with problems like everyone else. <laughs> so their pride sparkles like a jeweled necklace. And their clothing is woven of cruelty. Why? Because they call themselves as being in charge of the things of this world. These fat cats, the Bible called them cats, these fat calves, cats, have everything their hearts could ever wish for. You see that word cats, animals. The last picture we read also compared the life of those who do not trust in God as to that of animals. Because animals don't have to trust on God. Okay? They don't have need for eternal life. So these ones who put their hope on modern things don't have hearts for trusting in the Lord. But I'm charging you this morning that your life shouldn't be like that. There are many believers who are professing to be believers. Many Christians in the world professing to be Christian today, but indeed, a close study of their life proved that they are not what they claim to be. Because they are so captivated by the things of this world. Things of this life. They are so carried away by the things than the one who gave the things. They are so carried away by, by creation 
instead of the Creator. He said, these five cards have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff at God and threaten his people. How proudly they speak. They boast against the very heavens and their words struts through the earth. And so God's people are dismayed and confused and drink it and drink it all in. Does God realize what is going on? They ask. That is a question that the righteous ask sometimes. Maybe you might also be asking that question. That why does it why does it seem as if the, the, the wicked are prospering and prospering, keep having a better life as it seems. There is no better life there. Follow me closely as, as we continue in reading this scripture. Does God realize what is going on? They ask. That is the righteous ask this question. Look at these men of arrogance. They never have to lift a finger. Theirs is a life of ease. And all the time, their riches multiply. The Bible says, Woe to them who are at ease in Zion. Praise God. Say, so look at these men of arrogance. They never have to lift a finger. Theirs is a life of ease. And all the time, their riches multiply. Have I been wasting my time? Why take the trouble to be pure? That is the question that most believers are asking today in the world. Why must I continue to serve the Lord? And those who are not serving the Lord, they, are, they seem to be having a better life than me that is fighting to be righteous, to be holy. Don't allow that to be. If you are listening to me, you are following me, may that not be your confession. Never. Have I been wasting my time? Why take the trouble to be pure? Why must I follow God? Since those who are not even following are having better life than I do. All I get out of it is trouble and woe every day and all day long. If I had really said that, I could have been a traitor to your people. But that is a confection that many persons are making today. But here the psalmist said, Thank God I have not made this kind of confession before your people. Before those who you have called me to serve. Hallelujah. Praise God. If I had really said that, I, I would have been a traitor to your people. Yet, it is so hard to explain it, this prosperity of those who hate the Lord. Then one day I went into God's sanctuary to meditate and thought about the future of these evil men. What a slippery path they are on. Suddenly God will send them sliding over the edge of the cliff. And down to their destruction. And it's that end to all their happiness. An, of, an eternity of terror. Their present life is only a dream. They will awaken to the truth. As one awakens from a dream of things. That never really were. It's 21. When I saw this. What turmoil filled my heart. Put no trust on anything in this world. Look at verse 22. I saw myself so stupid and so ignorant. I must seem like an animal to you, O oh God. But even so, you love me. You are holding my right hand. You will keep on guiding me all my life with your wisdom and counsel. And afterward, receive me 
into the glories of heaven. Hallelujah. Verse 25. Whom have I in heaven but you? And I desire no one on earth as much as you. Hallelujah. My head fails. My spirit drops. Yet God remains. He is the strength of my health. He is the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. But those refusing to worship God will perish. For it will destroy those serving other gods. But as for me, I get as close to him as I can. This should be your, your work every day. But as for me, I get as close to him as I can. I have chosen him. It should be your choice. When the devil place material things before you and God. And I will tell everyone about the wonderful ways he rescues me. Did you see that? I have to go through these scriptures because every time I read them, I read these scriptures, they humble me. You know, they humble me. This is the difference between the life of a righteous man and the unrighteous man. The righteous man and the righteous man. The just man and the unjust man. The good man, the godly man and the ungodly man. So having the scriptures in my heart today, yesterday I was just looking at it. What is in this world? What is in it? What you come to think about it? Think about it. Solomon said, vanity upon vanity. They are all vanity. Why? He enjoyed what they call enjoyment in this world. He could acquire anything his soul desired. He said there was nothing that his soul uh, uh, desired I never bought. Anything that his soul craved for, Solomon bought those things. He built mansion. But at the end, see, real joy, true joy. I have a chart on my website called True Joy. Praise God. True Joy. Material things, though they give happiness in the confines of this world, they can help you meet one or two needs in this world. Okay? What I'm, the picture I'm trying to give you is that your eyes should be on the giver of these things. Not on the things that have been given. Are you, are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? Material things are needed down here. You don't need material things in heaven. You don't need earthly things in heaven. Earthly things are for the things of the earth. Are you getting it now? Many of us have become so earthly minded and become kingdom useless and become heavenly useless and become heavenly unconscious. The lifestyle we live Many of us were very, very humble, very sincere, fervent in prayer, in service to the Lord. But when we received the things of this world, we deviated. We didn't have time for God anymore. No time to study. No time to pray. No time to wait on the Lord in fast anymore. No time for church services again. Why? Because you are too busy. Busy for business. Busy with marriage and all manner of things that perish with, the, with this world. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 
19. He said, There are some who make themselves eunuch for the sake of the kingdom. Oh God. Help us. Paul made himself eunuch. Apostle Paul made himself eunuch for the sake of the kingdom. And many others, which you are you and I are unaware of, who made themselves eunuch and whenever married for the sake of the kingdom, so that they can focus more on God. They were castrated so that they can serve the Lord, they can seek the Lord. You and I, how are we living our lives today? Now the questions, the budging questions we should have, we have to ask ourselves. Are we so consigned and carried away by, by, by social media? Social media perish with this world. Honestly speaking, Honestly speaking, praise God. So, give your heart to the giver, not to the things given. Hallelujah. You know, I'll be going through the book of Proverbs again and again. I just finished reading uh, the, the, the 31st chapter yesterday. I'll be reading again from chapter 1. You know, for this, one chapter at least a day. Then I've also started, I started Ecclesiastics, which I've also finished. I started reading again. I've also started reading Job. These three, you know, these three books of the Bible, Job, Proverbs, Ecclesiastics, they are the entire chronicle of a man's life. All the trials, all the rising and falling. I encourage you, go and pick one of these books and start reading them. Whether the book of Job, the book of uh, uh, Proverbs, Ecclesiastics. I encourage every believer, every Christian should read at least one of these books every day. Just to see how free your life is. Just to see how free your life is. Because these words that are written in those pages of the scripture are going through your heart. You will lose passion for the things of this. You won't even have any reason to you know, contend. You will be satisfied with the little you have. All this uh, uh, contention we have in the church today, uh, uh, fighting to occupy position and all these things, no, they don't last forever. All this backbiting, envy, here and there, these are not, they, these things are nothing. I just pray that the Holy Spirit will cause you guys to get understanding of what I'm talking about this month. You know, to understand. Praise God. Now turn with me again to Jeremiah. Okay. We'll so round up now. Turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 17. Again. I'm going to con uh, read from. I'm going to continue to read from verse 10. Verse 9 rather. I'm going to continue to read from verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 17. So I'm going to continue with the living Bible. So that the uh, explanation will be more clearer to you. The understanding will come much more easier. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 17 uh, from verse 9. Okay. He said, The heart is the most deceitful thing there is and desperately wicked. No man, no one can really know how bad it is. Only the Lord knows. He searches all hearts and examines 
deepest motives so he can give to each person his right reward according to his deeds. How he has lived like a bear that fills her nest with young. She has no hash and like a bed, sorry, like a bed that fills a nest with young, with young, she has no hashed. She has not hashed, rather, and which will soon desert her and fly away. So is the man who gets his wealth by unjust means. Sooner or later, he will lose his riches and at the end of his life become a poor old fool. But our refuge is your throne, eternal, high, and glorious. You see, after all the fight and everything and all, nothing. Nothing. There are persons who fight, struggle for everything, fight for all the things in this world by crooked and pivot means. At the end, they see became poor. At the end, you know why? Everything that you have today, turn them back to the one who have given them to you. Put no trust on anything that is earthly. You know why? They will fail you. Because Proverbs says, money do also grow wings like birds and flies away. And that is the greatest problem of our society today. All over the world, money, people doing all manner of things to get money. People doing all manner of stupid things you can't ever imagine they will do. Why? Because of what? Money. Go to Facebook, go to WhatsApp, all manner of things. Even believers are even being carried away. Men, we are living in the last days. You and I must be careful. Why? He said, Whosoever that shall call upon the name of the Lord in that day shall be saved. Many are not ready to call upon the name of the Lord. Why? Because they have all their needs met. So they don't need God. When they need Him, has already passed. So the material things they have now can keep them going. But I pray for you this morning. May your eyes not turn away from the giver of the things of this world. In the name of Jesus. I pray that your heart will stay on the Lord. Conventiousness will not become the order of your day. You won't come have to compete and fight for the things that perishes with the world in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. We give you praise. Open our heart more and more to this world and teach your people to live a life pleasing to you. Help us to put you first, not the things that you give to us. Help us to put you above. The things you have given to us. Help us to worship you. Put our trust, hope, and faith in you. Not on the things that is mundane. Not on the things that is earthly. But to put you, have you as a premium over all things. All the days of our life. This is what we ask. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Praise God. Till I come your way again, meditate on these things we have discussed this morning. Think about them. You know, think about them again. Meditate about them. Meditate about them again and again. Apply yourself to meaningful ventures. Avoid corrupt practices. 
anything that will not bring glory to your God, that will bring shame and reproach to that name, Jesus. Avoid it. Avoid it. Don't follow the world to do what they are doing. The world is heading to destruction. You that is a believer must be different. He said, though we live in the world, we are not of this world. Our citizenship is in heaven. So we must leave heaven on earth. Praise God. We must leave the conduct of heaven on earth for the world to see. I tell you, it's possible to live an honest life. God has been helping me to live a, a decent and a truthful life. To keep yourself abstained from sexual immorality. Sexual perversion that is in the world is possible to abstain from all of these things. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that have come to speak to us this morning. Blessed be your name. Till I come your way again, stay blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.